Graceland. Hi. I'm Dom. There's Nathaniel over there and Lacey. She's sick. Hello. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I got allergies, so it's going to be like a very congested podcast. Nathaniel, how are you doing with your allergies? I know you're with me in that struggle as well. You still yeah, that, buddy? Not yet. The allergies for me, it's, it's really like hit or miss. It's either like uh, an emergency or mm. I don't really notice it at all. So mm. right now, everything's been fine. But I feel like now that you brought it up, I'm maybe it's sorry. like a maybe it's like a placebo for me. You know, it's just when when we work together and we live oh, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, would I think see you dying, man. I, I, I think ever since I moved out of that part of the Bay Area, I feel like my allergies have gotten better. I, th I think mm. they were a lot worse over there. They did I, for me too. When I moved out of the Bay Area, my allergies got better too. Oh fuck off! I mean, yeah. I believe you. It's the Bermuda grass, I think. Bermuda grass, really? Oh yeah, that's yeah. It's like a, yeah, like when a I was lot in Oakland, people... when I was a kid, I didn't have allergies this bad. I don't think, but that's neither here nor there. This is a podcast about you know. Uh, right now, the OC, we're talking the links, we're talking the rivals, and what, what was the last one? The truth or the truth. the truth? I thought it was the secret. No, the oh, secret was uh, when Luke's dad was outed. All oh, right. Thank I you. mean, there's secrets and truths in every episode. In every episode, we <laughs> are learning that. Everyone's got little uh, skeletons in their closet. Uh, so how'd you guys like these episodes? We're we're getting into, we we have, I guess I can say we have wrapped up the Oliver arc. Right. And have I we? predicted, I think, I want to get into you first, Nathaniel, because I gave yeah. a prediction. I said that you would hate <laughs> these three episodes. Um, I, so... I mean, you were correct. I'll give you that, that credit. It, it was, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, uh, I want to get into it. So, like, I didn't hate them because I think that right, they were right. effective with what they're trying to do, but I was, my blood was on fire. That's mainly what I meant is you would be uncomfortable. Time. You would not be happy with I, what you were seeing. That's I, what I meant. I hated every second of it in probably the correct way. Like, it was it was excruciating um and i think let's i, I just kind of want to start from this because there's a lot that pissed me off about all this stuff that was going on in these three episodes but i think the biggest thing is just mm. it, it applies to almost every character except one yeah but, and we'll get into that but everyone turned against fucking ryan ryan was Pretty out much. there on a fucking island but Look, everyone else, they're not as involved in Ryan's life or whatever, but I have to, like, Seth. Seth is the one that I cannot let get away with his crimes in these three episodes. He totally let Ryan down in these yeah, three episodes. Yeah, I was going like, to say, hardcore. there's no way I could ever imagine you leaving me out to dry like that. It, it was, me at, yeah, it was, no it, it was horrifying. Like, the first time he was kind of like, Ryan's sort of like freaking out about uh, about Oliver and like Seth's kind of like, hey man, you're taking it like, you know, I'm like, why, why isn't Seth just all in on this? Why is he so uh, resistant to this? I, I don't understand. It was so I, bizarre. I kind of thought though that Ryan was giving, like Oliver was doing a good job in making Ryan seem crazy. Seem paranoid. Yeah, well, yeah. definitely. Yeah, he was, but you, you would just think of like the entire cast. You would think that at least Seth could be like, you know what? I'm gonna give you're, him the benefit of the doubt. 
you're my you're my brother for all intents and purposes like uh i think you might be crazy but i'm gonna like some things you just gotta like yeah i feel like someone's word for like if you had a strong vibe about someone and you're like i fucking hate him like i just i can't i can't put my finger on it there's something slimy about that guy and you and i we've worked together we've been in the same uh area with people that we both didn't like and if it was like that then i was like all right Nathaniel has an issue with that person. So obviously there's something wrong with them because I hold Nathaniel in such high regard. If he's got a problem with that person, there's something wrong with him. I don't know what it yeah. is yet. I'll figure it out eventually. That's how I would go into it. But Seth was just like blindly. He was, yeah. he was, he was down for Oliver. Lacey's talking shit. Talking shit, Lacey. I don't know that he was down for Oliver. I think Seth was just kind of in his own world. Oh, 100%. That's true. Yeah, Yeah. not really, um, you know. And maybe Seth is just like, you know, fuck Marissa and Ryan's drama. I'm fucking sick of it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, up until this point, uh, it's just been a slobber knocker of Ryan punching Luke all over Marissa. And finally, Seth has these women at his beck and call. And he's like, what's going on with me? And Ryan's just like, Oliver. So I get it. I, I, I yeah, hear what you're saying. I, no, I agree, though. But yeah, Seth was Seth wildly, still had his back. He's been like super self-involved lately. It was, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think like. Yeah, like I do agree with what Lacey said to a point because I, I feel like, you know, there's I feel like with everything that they've been through up until this point, like there's a difference between like, you know, oh, Ryan and Marissa are like bickering and someone's not telling someone the truth about some bullshit. Like that's what we've been dealing with up until now. But like at this point in these episodes, like Ryan is fucking like doing this crazy shit like he's getting expelled he's like yeah breaking into shit at night and i felt like there was a couple scenes where like ryan's locked away in the fucking guest house and seth's just seth to sandy is like oh like i guess ryan's moping out in the in the mm-hmm. like he's just like so nonchalant about it. i'm like don't and, you want right. to go talk to your boy like well, about yeah. what's going on yeah, yeah touch bases did, seth did have conversations with ryan about it and just like we're that we're kind of like you know man if that if like marissa wants to hang out with oliver like true you know true. like just like what's gonna happen is gonna happen like you know you don't have to get in trouble for it you don't have to get all worked up about it and it's kind of laid back about the situation where ryan's going full crazy and do it and it is it's like it's like someone will stop and be like hey man don't do that that's not a good idea and he's just like brody and he's like no no i'm gonna do it (laughs) you know and then just like someone else is stopping him on the way hey man i mean it's (laughs) it's tough because like uh this all these episodes we've done i have been extremely critical of ryan jumping to conclusions and like jumping off things. But I feel like these episodes, he was like, definitely there was a few things like when he like popped off and punched Oliver in the face. I'm like, this is exactly what Oliver wants. Like you shouldn't do this. So like, he was, like, he was I know point, I, I get man. it. I get it. You what know? I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is like, I feel like this is the first time where I'm like, Ryan did some crazy shit in these episodes, but he was going through fucking mental torture by yeah. Oliver. Like Everybody Oliver, Oliver is like a true fucking psychopath, and so I'm like, I get it. I, I feel like I'm on board with Ryan. Like, and in, he's in being episodes. gaslighted by Marissa the whole time too. True. Yeah, yeah. Marissa is insanely like. Yeah, it was bad. Reckless with her gaslighting. Like, all right, so my girlfriend and I were watching this, and 
there you, you guys on the point i believe it's in the links where uh ryan and oliver they're having that talk by the sink and oliver like loses it smashes a plate starts hitting himself in the head marissa comes out there and she's like what did you do to him yeah him out of his own oh. and like oh ryan just can't get a word in edgewise and he was like we were fighting like she said what happened he's like i asked him about you and then he he like went off and she just like tore into him and then in the next episode oliver is reminding her he says remember what we learned in therapy we are in charge of our own actions and Marissa agrees with him. So therefore, take it back to the links. Why wouldn't Marissa ask Oliver, what's going on with you? Why are you doing this? What What's causing you to have this reaction? What, it's not Ryan's fault that, you're, that he's freaking out. And mm-hmm. that's sloppy writing all over the, per, all over the place. So <laughs> yeah, it's just it's yeah, bad I mean, news, man. Yeah, I mean, like, even though Oliver's like super manipulative and everything, like at the same time, like, yeah, I feel like Marissa was just too, Marissa was like, e- yeah, even though Oliver, like, was fucking with Marissa's head, too, at the same time, like, I feel like she fucked up, like, quite a bit in these episodes, because at the same time, like, even if Oliver was a good dude, and it was the exact opposite of everything Ryan was thinking, I mean, some of those scenes, like, if you just flip it and in a reality where Oliver's a totally on the level guy, like some of those scenes where like he pretended to overdose, like imagine he did really overdose and Marissa's there with Ryan and Marissa's just like, Ryan, you should go. Like you should go. Let me yeah, be no. here with him. I'm just no. like, I, I'm just like, I don't know. Like it's still, no, even he just like, yeah, you're right. If he did try to harm himself, no, I'm not going to leave you alone with him. If anything, more people need to be here. Like if we're not going to call the authorities, then all of his friends are going to stay the night and we're going to hang out with him. You yeah. Know? There, there's just so many scenes where Marissa is just like, yeah, Ryan, I think you need to like, leave Take us alone like we've known each other maybe a week and a half or something but mm-hmm. yeah. i feel He's like you friend <laughs> yeah, yeah no i so... mean it all it was kicked off when i mean they were going uh going to uh, the golf course and he walks up and he's like oh sorry guys natalie dumped me i'm i'm not i'm i don't you guys can just go without me and marissa's like you know what i'll ride up with you Ryan, do you mind? Yeah, they ride in a fucking like, car what? together all the yeah. way up there. It's so crazy. Also, that's so a two-hour two trip. trip. Yeah. From Palm Springs to the OC. So, I mean, there's all these like notes on the track, like the fact that he tried to lose them on the way because Ryan and Luke get there, and Ryan's just like, yeah, uh, kind of hard to keep up with you the way that you're mm-hmm. driving. So, again, what is Marissa thinking while she's in this car? Like Oliver speeding, telling her <laughs> how he broke or how Natalie broke up with him. She like, this is cool. Like, I'm fine with you, like going 90 or something. My my people behind me can't keep up. You're telling me how upset you are. How does she not feel afraid? I don't get it. I just nothing really tracks for me. Yeah. And I mean, I know that San- like Sandy wasn't involved that much with aside from like that earlier episode where he like got Oliver out of prison or, or not out of right, prison, right. but got helped him get out of that situation. Aside from that, like Sandy wasn't too involved, but it, it was interesting that like in these three episodes, you had all this stuff like in, in Seth's whole plot line, 
B plot or whatever with like the continuing summer Anna uh, love triangle thing. Like in all of those scenes where there is weird shittiness by um, yeah, Sandy Seth, was like, all up in that. Sandy was all <laughs> in that, but then when you have this other scenario, granted Sandy's not there, but it's like Oliver is super obviously trying to like get with Marissa in weird ways. Like they're always going off alone together. Like it's just weird no matter how you cut it and no one is Yeah, I was gonna say it's just weird that no one picks up on this. It's except for except for the fucking MVP the MVP of these fucking episodes, dude. I was so as pissed off as I was in these episodes, I was so I was hyped as hell when Luke was like they yeah. started to drop in little hints that like Luke was the only one who was like suspicious of Oliver, and then it just keeps like ramping up. But mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. At one point, he uh, he tells Ryan, he's like, "I'll, I got this. Like, if you want me to, I'll fuck his shit up for you." Yeah. And Ryan's like, "No, don't worry about it." But he's, <laughs> oh, I love it. It was yeah. Luke is great. I also was, sorry. I was, gonna, I was just gonna say that. Actually, around the end of it, I'm like, oh, so this is Luke's personality. We didn't get to see, like, friend Luke, like, loyal friend Luke, which makes me kind of think, like, that's more fucked up of Marissa for what she did to Luke. (laughs) Because he's actually just, you know, gaslighting Luke about Ryan. (laughs) Telling What? What? What happened? All in the beginning Uh, episodes, telling basically telling Luke Yeah, I mean Luke that is so do see Luke as a cheater. That is Luke Luke is Luke is a sixteen year old horny ass boy. He can't keep it in his pants. So he's a good guy friend, I guess. Not a good boyfriend. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of see Luke as like through everything that happened like with his dad and him being like exiled by everything i feel like he kind of like broke into his real personality mm. yeah you know i, I feel like, i feel like he was putting on a front and just like living a lie for so many years but, yeah like this weird like douchey alpha that he like he's always pounding his chest to the point where he's tired of it you know mm-hmm. so now that he has these friends he can just be be a goofball yeah yeah but man i just it was just so it was just extra effective to for one just to have Luke and Ryan were like mortal enemies at the beginning. So you have yeah. that on one level, but then on the other level, you just in these episodes, the context of this Oliver arc, you have like Ryan at this point is just stranded by himself. Like no one's on his fucking side. And then for Luke of all people to be like, "Hey Luke, man, he picks like, up on it." He's like, uh, "I don't like this guy." And you're like, "Yes!" Thank God yeah. someone is on Ryan's side. Like it, yeah. it, it was going to be like ridiculous, but I, I love, I mean, just sticking on this Luke thing. Like I loved that fucking scene with, uh, I think it was in the last episode. Oh, of the this hallway. Run. Well, I was going to say when it's after Ryan punches uh. Oliver, I think it's like the next day or something or it, it's it's after Ryan and Marissa break up. Yeah. And and uh, Marissa and Oliver are eating lunch together, and Luke comes up, and yeah. and Ryan and Oliver's like speaking for Marissa. He's like, "Hey, why don't like you doing her talking for her now or something?" Yeah, and is he, Marissa Marissa's speaking to me at least. Like, can she? Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I'm like, man. Uh, I thought you were gonna mention the. I think it was uh, in. The Rivals, I think that's the episode I'm remembering. It's uh, it's when Ryan goes into Marissa's locker, <laughs> and uh, 
and Luke happens to walk, like all of them converge on the locker and it's like this weird standoff. And um, Luke just said, he's like, oh man, I'll drop the great Gatsby. You say the fucking word. Like basically like it, it was just beautiful. It was chef's kiss. And I love the three of them just uh, bullshitting in the hallway. You know how like, you do. Yeah, Luke also just has like this simple line where he looked at Ryan and he's just like, I don't like that kid at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and another line, and he's like, I could hurt him. And then Ryan's like, yeah, me too. And they just bond over violence. And I love that. <laughs> That's true. Um, if we, I mean, I guess we can talk about the other bullshit in this episode, which I mean, these three episodes, which would be uh, the Jimmy Cooper of it all. He's uh He's clawing and scratching and trying to stay in Newport as best he can. And Sandy Cohen, the saint that he is, for reasons I can't imagine, wants to be Jimmy's friend and wants Jimmy to stay in Newport. So they've decided to buy a restaurant, uh, the lighthouse. So, yeah. It's like a classic sitcom plotline, if I've ever. Yeah. um, It. I don't. So we'll see how the storyline plays out, but it just after everything that we've seen Jimmy do and in such close succession since we're binging this, Sandy going to bat for him this many times and people asking like, why? And Sandy just repeating, he's a good guy. Yeah. Well, based on what? What are we what I are don't, we sh- like what evidence have we been shown? Yeah, I don't understand it. It it's also just like a weird aside. Like it, it's so bizarre that at this point in the show we're seeing Jimmy more through Sandy than we are through Jimmy's actual family. Right. Like Jimmy has, has no relationship with Jimmy. She yeah. Like know what's going on with him. Ni- like 99% of all Jimmy's scenes have to go through uh, Sandy or Kirsten, Kirsten. and, and yeah. maybe like for like a minute, every couple episodes, he's like, has a he morning scene with like, with Marissa, it's, it's just bizarre how this is working it's out. It's very true. I never noticed that. Um, but yeah, I, this this was definitely like the weirdest thing from these three episodes. I think for me, it was just this whole restaurant thing. So I'm like, okay, so is, San- is this just like a a side gig for Sandy, or is Sandy leaving his law profession? Because he said a couple times that he was like disillusioned <laughs> with his. Yeah, he's his- been dropping those nuggets. nuggets job so it's like god is there gonna be a fucking like season two they're just it's jimmy and <laughs> fucking sandy just running around it's gonna become the fucking sopranos they're all like hanging out in this fucking restaurant maybe um, they got two types of meatloaf <laughs> yeah they so. couldn't even agree on a meatloaf recipe <laughs> yeah that, that restaurant is doomed we'll track that story we'll see how that shit goes um, but I wanted to say something uh, to your point, Nathaniel. I think you've been mentioning this a couple episodes now that you think, or you've like picked up on the fact that this is more like a sitcom to you. And um, in the very first episode, the links, just that opening thing with uh, Ryan and Sandy and Seth out in the backyard practicing, it just, I could feel like the laugh breaks you know what i mean like during the jokes i could and it was weird i had never picked up on it so i wanted to give you props on that good shout out i yeah. think that you kind of see that come around too with julie's antics 
Um, Definitely. With She's her, like the wacky know, neighbor. Changing the shit. office. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I... It, yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's just so bizarre how it, it it's it almost at this point it almost feels like Julie Cooper and Jimmy Cooper that they as characters like <laughs> that they got written in the beginning of the show as more important than they probably needed to be or were and now they're just at a point where they're like we can't really write them off now. We got to just like keep them in the game somehow. Like they are being kept afloat as characters through the Coens. Like they exist through the Coens. Like that's true. They don't yeah. do anything else outside the Coens. It, it's Julie Cooper is linked to Caleb. Um, to Caleb and Jimmy is linked to primarily through Sandy, um, and somewhat through Kirsten. It's just. So that's a hang-up for you. You would like to see them have more storylines. Not, not really. Not really. I, I just don't think, like, if... I feel like for the rest of the series, they're going to have to just be linked to the Coens forever. Like, I, I don't know how they could exist on their own. Hmm. Like, what's Julie going to do if without um, Caleb? I don't know. Well, they started to build this line that... Julie and Kirsten are like really good friends. friends. Yeah, like, now all yeah. of a sudden they're friends. Mm -hmm. So maybe I don't we'll know. see that build. I guess, I mean, props to Kirsten for being a responsible adult or whatever, but like Kirsten, like people, I don't know, Kirsten's taking, I feel like Kirsten's starting to believe that they're like good friends or something because everyone's saying it so much. Like, I would have thrown if I was Kirsten, I would have thrown Julie under the bus like so many fucking times. But she's just like, like but there was what exactly? I mean, well, because what in I I feel like there was a scene like in that whole whatever episode that was where Julie's like redecorating everything and mm. and she and and Julie got all the credit for true, true. Yeah. that house and then Caleb came in and he's like, good job. Uh, I'm promoting you and you're going to do this. And, and all Kirsten could do would be like, <sighs> I'm like, say something, say it was you. Like, why not? Yeah, that I find that hard to believe that she's like this, uh, high powered real estate mogul and she doesn't have the backbone to stand up to her father or yeah. even like just, it's not like he vocalize it. No, Julie didn't do well, this. We know Once again, Kirsten Dad, doesn't I have the in. backbone to stand up to her father. Like Sandy's had mm, to stand up to her father true. for her on Talk your shit, couple Lacey. of occasions. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. So we you're know right. Kirsten has like daddy issues. <clears throat> and yeah, and like speaking of the whole Kirsten Caleb thing, like the it was really weird the way they kind of like wrapped up the younger sister oh, getting her name. <laughs> Like, that was just, like, a throwaway scene. I'm like, okay, I guess that storyline, that arc is just kind of done. Is it? For, well, no, I'm assuming not, but I'm just, for now, it was kind of just like, oh, yeah, I guess. It felt like they that should have been a scene in the previous episode, but they just had to, like, fit it in here. Like, mm -hmm. it just felt very, like, Tacked oh, on. okay, let's get rid of Haley for now. We're done yeah. for now. Yeah, I feel um, it. But... I don't know. I guess do we want to talk more about? I mean, we got a lot the, to talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we ha we haven't talked too much about um, the continuation of this fucking love triangle between yeah, Summer and Anna. Said, it's it's just kind of like looping back to the same thing, like I that that we were in before almost, doesn't it? Hmm. 
feel like that. Like that uh, Seth, Seth is just ignoring. Yeah, Anna. like I feel like at this point, it's clearly not meant to be with Anna. Like it, it, the hangups are too strong with Summer. Mm. Right? Is that just me? Like, I mean, yeah, obviously she's... Dom's not the one to ask. So, um, y- yeah. I mean, Seth clearly really likes Summer. Um, he likes Anna, but he likes her as a friend, you know? And, um, yeah, I don't, you know, it's kind of like Summer was doing some Oliver style stuff and, you know, trying to sabotage, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, their relationship uh, and the, in the links, she does that. Like she, it's a mission she does in the links and it kind of like disappears in the rivals, I think. Well, yeah, that's when she uh, she has her new boyfriend. Yeah, so she doesn't really, um, Danny, you know, pursue that those actions of like trying to get in the middle of their relationship anymore necessarily, but you know, starts starts dating Danny, and then Seth kind of. Uh, Can I check the room for vibes on Danny? Do we like him? Do we love him, Danny? He's hilarious, man. He's big, big as fun. A uh, little tidbit side information. Uh, the actor who played Danny, I forget his name. Got it. I can look it up right now, but I won't. Uh, he and Adam Brody had a band together. Oh. During, uh, during the OC time. Was he in other yeah. things too? Because he did something. Oh, yeah. Familiar. He was in uh, Grounded for Life, this guy. He was in. Um, there was that show on the CW that was like a supernatural comedy type thing uh called reaper where he was uh he worked for the devil or he, i think he was the son of the devil i forget how that show went but uh yeah he's he's been in a few things he's uh consistently worked since he was like a teenager so good for him i think this set of three that we watched um and with everything sort of feeling like a kind of wrapping up in the rivals i had mm-hmm. it's like i had really big feelings when I was watching each episode separately, but then since we've kind of come to a conclusion at the end of the rivals, those feelings are less strong. <laughs> Meaning what exactly? Like what do you what do you not feel so strongly about? Well, anymore? I think though, you know, just sort of like you know, they're they're pointing out the way that Anna and Seth, you know, dress the same and right, like all right. the same things, and then they really try really hard to like you know, do different things and do other things. And do we see that necessarily as like a huge problem that they dress the same and that they like the same music and the same television shows? Like, I understand that that was an issue for them. They, I mean, it wasn't though until Summer pointed it out. Yeah. And it wasn't really an issue for Anna, was it? It was like an issue for Seth and Anna was trying to like accommodate that. Right. Yeah. I, it's it's weird because it, it it is kind of an interesting thing to explore for you know a teen kind of show like this because it, it does like remind me just on like like a my own personal level like thinking back to like crushes and stuff from like back then in high school and those early days and stuff like I feel like Maybe Wouldn't it was just you me, seek but someone out that had your same interests. Yeah, well, well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I feel like at least for me, but I feel like with a lot of teens and stuff with specific tastes or whatever, like I feel like you put people who have similar tastes like kind of on a pedestal sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. And you're like, oh, 
well, we like all the same things, like music and the same movies ah. and comics. So they got to be great, but then mm -hmm. sometimes that doesn't always work out. And then I feel like, at least within the OC, for Anna, I think it's not a problem at all. But I think for Seth, they kind of had that scene between Anna and Sandy where they kind of reinforced that maybe there's a thing with the Coens or just with What's adults in general mean? that, you know, a lot of times in reality when you're an adult and you get a little bit older, you start not to prioritize identical taste as this huge thing True. and i th i think in that scene that was kind of important for anna you know i don't know what's going to happen mm -hmm. but i feel like anna kind of realized that maybe for her that's a cool thing an important thing to have this with seth but for but seth not, it might, it, yeah. for seth you know as a cohen it might not be everything for him because clearly seth and anna are like or seth and summer are kind of polar opposites in a lot and of ways. Seth enjoys teaching people new things. He enjoys doing that with Ryan and he gets to do that with Summer. He Fair doesn't point. get to teach uh, or or um, help somebody grow in a way. He kind of gets to or share. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't get Because everything that he knows about Anna knows about. Yeah, yeah. And maybe she's even better at it than he yeah, is in maybe, something. Maybe he finds himself intimidated with her knowledge <clears throat> of pop culture and comic books and all these other things. So he he's not he's, as interested in speaking with her as he would be with Summer. Yeah, or yeah, and be and, and he's you know, and he he gets to be the expert in it, right? Like he he gets to be right. the expert in that thing. And so people look at him and are like, wow, you know a lot about this. But, you know, with Anna, maybe he doesn't get those same feelings because she doesn't um, – because she's, you know, because she's not – the conversation's just different. Um, and I do have to give a lot of props to Anna in the way that she does confront Seth. She doesn't yeah. let that situation linger she yeah, no, she brings it, it up in the moment. She lets yeah. him know time and time again How, that she's not happy with what's going on. Yeah, and I kind of was, you know, just thinking when I was that age, I never had the guts to do something like that when I was being mistreated by a boy. So I really like the way that she stood up for herself and was like, I don't deserve to be treated this way. And, you know. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I will go on to say that there are times where I don't even feel 100% comfortable saying how I feel all the time. So the fact that Anna felt comfortable in that moment in her boyfriend's home, like just to let him know, like, this isn't okay with me. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, Lacey, that's great. That's big stuff. So yeah. And his, and <clears throat> you know, yes, Seth was, I mean, I mean, he was flirting. I mean, obviously because Sandy was, able to like notice that mm -hmm. flirting immediately and, and, and called Seth out on it. Um, but it wasn't even getting to a point where it was any type of, they weren't in that point where they were having an emotional relationship with one another, Seth and Summer. They weren't no. at the point where they were, um, you know, where it was, where but I think Sandy knew he knows Seth well enough to know his, like his banter is flirting, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I I feel like even at the same time, like even if there wasn't like that explicit Seth Cohen brand of flirting, like even if they even if Seth truly had no feelings for Summer, like 
at a certain point, and even if Anna felt that there was no threat, like at the same time, it's like like summer is like invading their space at all times. Like they don't even have like if I was in Anna's position, the last fucking thing I would want is to hang out with my boyfriend or girlfriend with someone else like right around like like to the point where it's happening all the time like every day you're hanging out after school with just this well it's the same person. thing that ryan and marissa were going through with mm. oliver the whole and embrace the, the friend thing yeah and and the, that's right and then um but it's funny because it is the same thing but the way that Anna goes about it is so much more mature than the, you, the way you see Ryan go about it. The way that even all Ryan does try to tell Marissa several times, like, I don't trust Oliver. I don't, I don't like him. Yeah. And she just, and she yeah. doesn't listen. That's true. Yeah. She's, she, she doesn't uh, yeah, hear that, him. I was actually, I remember telling my, my husband that too, when we were watching it and I'm like, if he told me he was uncomfortable with me hanging out with somebody, mm-hmm. I would have to respect that and and at least acknowledge. Have a conversation. Yeah, because yeah, like, wouldn't just be no, you're wrong. You wouldn't just say he's yeah. my friend. Yeah, no, you <laughs> have to talk it out. Yeah, could you? Fu- I couldn't fucking imagine a scenario where like you meet. Hey, cool. I have some new friend. We've known each other for two weeks, and then my partner is like. Hey, uh, I'm getting weird vibes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, you need to like back wow. off. Like, Don't wow, it's like, <laughs> you know what? In this moment, not only do I not want to hear you out, but I'm gonna go on a two-hour car ride with them. We'll talk later. Okay, bye. Like, it's like for yeah. as Im- for as it's immature absurd. as for as immature as Ryan can be, like Marissa should oh. at least owe Ryan enough to be like, okay. You sound a little, maybe like you're exaggerating, but hey, I want to hear you out. We've Tell been me to, why. Yeah, yeah, we've been together. Like, we, Oliver's just some fucking, uh, yeah. Let me set some ground rules with Oliver. Let me, you know, let me put some boundaries up. Let and me, the, <laughs> anything. I gotta say, like, I'm kind of, I'm very much on Ryan's side. You guys know I love Ryan. He's a messy bitch. But uh, <laughs> he was keeping his mess intact for the most part, except for when he, he went suspended. swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He was messy as fuck. Like. Ryan, he is not good at crime. <laughs> like, this idiot, he broke in. Like, all right, he gets the guard to let him in. Once you get in, you take the file and you leave. Yeah, you're like standing there with the, the file. Yeah. yeah. No, you idiot. He's so bad at crime. He's so messy. But, no, uh, what I was going to say was, fuck, I forgot. I think it's the fact that not only does he express to Marissa that he doesn't like Oliver, it's that... He tells Sandy, he tells Seth, Summer picks up on it because Summer later on, she's like, isn't he in love with you? So other people, they sort of, they're picking up on all these things, but why is it that no one else comes to Ryan's defense when, like, is is Marissa not going to Summer after the thing with, uh, with, uh, Oliver smashing the plate. Like, how is it that no one is watching these things play out and just saying like, "Well, maybe you should take Ryan's side." You know, like just hear Ryan out. No yeah. one is 
It's just all these things happen in a vacuum, it seems, which is weird to me. All these people know about these things, but no one is like the constant here is like Oliver. I don't know. It just seemed weird that it this it's so absurd. And we all have these. Everyone had problems with this storyline when it like aired everyone like you'll hear references to Oliver later because the show is so self-referential. <laughs> but uh, like the whole climax with the gun in the hotel room, there are fake spoilers uh, floating around the internet for weeks leading up to the big episode. And oh. yeah, people like people had uh, like scans of sheets of a script that said like Marissa got shot and Oliver uh, pulled the gun on her and like Ryan dove in the way. It's yeah, it was weird. But uh, I was just kind of like, where are these kids getting all these guns? There are way too many guns floating around the OC. <laughs> yes. If that's not something that's still prevalent till this very day. <laughs> yeah. Well, control. I, I, I mean, guns aside, like, I, like, okay. I, I don't know what the aftermath of this whole Oliver thing is going to be, but like, I oh, was, he's gonna join the gang. Yeah, just like he's, he's I, gonna be. He's gonna, all of a sudden, he's just gonna be a like a fun, lovable character. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> but him and him and Summer are getting together. Like, I I felt like so like I I don't want to come down too hard on it um, yet because we don't I don't know what's gonna happen in the following episode. <laughs> but, but like in this episode, it, they got so close to like kind of explaining what is going on with Oliver's whole fucking world with the receptionist, you know, thing. But then they kind of, she's just like, oh yeah, I, I, it just felt like there wasn't, I thought there was going to be some sort of explanation, but they left it hanging with to the, the point where, yeah, well, like with the receptionist is like, oh yeah, um, of course I know Oliver. And then she goes up and knocks on the, th so she clearly knows that he's in there. She said that she like knew him growing up. Yeah, she, she babysat him babysit him but it's like that's still not that's still too weird of a situation for me like i don't it's not a full explanation he made up anything. the name natalie like he like, made up i get i get yeah, yeah i get that but is the situation that he's an orphan and he's just been living he's in this hotel chain i mean we throw we how throw do i know that how do i know that i don't know that i i no, know only we've never seen his parents we've never physically seen his parents but i'm just saying but. i'm saying for all the information that i have and Lacey, you tell me how you feel about it but like, Lacey, don't tell him how you feel. Keep it to yourself. I don't know if I tell my feelings. Assu assuming you don't know any more than I do uh, uh, or remember about Oliver, but like for me, it's like, okay, I get that he made up, like he knows this receptionist, he just borrowed her name, but that's still not enough to explain much of anything in terms of his upbringing or like why he has access to this hotel. Or what? Like he lied about his girlfriend. Or why his parents have suites in like all of the hotels, <laughs> like in all of the fancy hotels. Yeah, I, I, I just, parents I, I just still can't suits. tell what's. I still can't tell what's reality or, or what's not. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like he's I, he's not I, a good like narrator of his story. We don't. Well, understand. he's unreliable, but yes, I, yeah. Like I, I'm saying, my I, understanding that everything that Oliver said was true except for the natalie stuff like and that's messy that for as diabolical as he is that up, you can't make up access to penthouses 
You I know? don't know. I kind of thought, I mean, I really thought that And the fact that she that said, like, yeah, <laughs> well, sure, like but the fact that she, <laughs> the fact that Natalie was like, oh, yeah, I used to babysit Oliver. I've, I've always. Maybe that like, was their way of, like, making that. I, it still wasn't, that, that, it still that wasn't was true. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I could see, I could see a situation there where, like, he. Mm, I know sunk, what you're going to say. What? Uh, well, I think you're going to say he stumbled upon, like, a key to a penthouse or some shit. But, well, or that I, he's, like, uh, another uh, hotel worker's son. And that's why that Natalie uh, babysat him all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in that ballpark. I, mm-hmm. Like, after it was revealed that he borrowed, like, he knows the receptionist and she used to babysit him, I was like, maybe this is some weird scenario where, like... He has just like he is an orphan or doesn't have parents and like he's been around the hotel forever and he just kind of has access to rooms when there are, people aren't using them, mm. you know. And like this receptionist lady kind of throws him a bone or whatever and like helps him out. Like I, I thought it was maybe some weird thing like that because like, but he lives in the penthouse. Uh, yeah, it's uh, he. Okay, it's hard for me to believe a compulsive liar. He's a compulsive liar. So, like, what am I supposed to... It doesn't explain the, like, little moment between Marissa and Anna when she's like, who? You know, like... Yeah, yeah. There's so much... There's so many red flags. It's like... Uh, I'd say that's inconsistent writing. Like I said, at one (laughs) point, Oliver was a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But my whole thing is... It just... I don't know. It plays up the fact that, like... He's a rich kid from money. His parents are never around. Like, I just... I had no problem believing that. All right, fine. Well, okay, I'm past that. I accept it. But the one thing I kind of <laughs> mentioned briefly earlier in that whole discussion was, like, he's he's this diabolical, and he can, like, mastermind all this stuff to where he's... <laughs> or, to where he's... He's manipulating every main character in this show. But he doesn't but, come like, up with a different... He can't just imagine name. a new person's yeah. name. He's like, ah, who... <laughs> Like what first and last name could I possibly use? Oh, oh I guess it's the receptionist. Like, well, then think that, of any name. In my head canon, in my head canon, he lost his virginity to her, and that's what fucked him up. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, should have said trigger warning for my head cannon, but that's what that is, and that's part of the reason why she didn't want to let the security guards and Sandy and Ryan into the room when. Uh, they went to the door and they knocked and she was like, Oliver? And she just turned and she was like, oh, guess he's not in there. He's not there. Sorry, guys. Do mm-hmm. need to that seemed a little too further. quick. I was like, bitch, you're in on I, this. I also, I also Natalie wish... Natalie was going to wear Marissa's skin later. That's like, in my head cannon. I, I guess I'm curious maybe if there's any anything else there to hear more about like public, like the audience reception at the time because I just sort of feel like the conclusions of this whole thing was satisfying in like the wrong way like it was satisfying in the people sense people wanted like, to see oliver die i'll tell you that right now uh, that's okay, what I, that's I what the reception was i didn't i didn't want that necessarily what i felt like it was unsatisfying in like an obvious way just at least for me in the sense that like okay like i want to get to a place where ryan is vindicated and like uh and marissa comes to her senses but i feel like it's just a little bit cheap to, for Marissa to come to her senses by literally having a gun pointed in her face, you know, like we haven't. Okay, I, I, all I will say is, you know, you're definitely right about that. We just haven't seen the fallout yet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
to the revolution. Sure. So. But but at least for what we've seen, like I wish I found myself wishing that Marissa could have like she did kind of start to re- I like I almost just wish she could have realized there was something up with Oliver and that she needed to fix things with Ryan without learning new information about him you know what i mean like because it's easy like you learn that oliver's a liar and a shitty dude it's like okay obviously i'm wrong but i wish she could have like come to those revelations by just the evidence of what she's been doing to ryan and just like treating him like shit and like doing all this stuff with oliver you know especially when her friends in that episode started to comment on the fact that her behavior was like less than stellar when it when it like came to making decisions about yeah, Oliver. It, it and was Ryan. just like it was just like literally anyone who voiced opposition. She's like, "There's no what way. Are you talking there about? is no way." Like, what? Doesn't like, that track with face. how she? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like glommed on the Ryan. Wait, say that again? Said, doesn't that sort of track with how she glommed on the Ryan? Ryan came yeah. into town, and Luke was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And she's like, "You don't know him." Yes, and that's what Luke I was like, you yeah, know that, yeah, that is what that's Lacey what was, was saying earlier. <laughs> yeah, so but yeah, it, it's, Lacey it's, is right. It's true, <laughs> but but at the same time, but Look, again, Lacey kind of like we so talked. Right you just said All it right. more eloquent than I did. Oh, well. No, no, no. It, I, I <laughs> think I think when we I think when Lacey brought it up earlier, our conclusion was like, well, Luke was a cheater, so it was mm. all okay. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But that that is kind of but, a cheap way. I I think I think yeah. In reality, I think there's just something maybe wrong with Marissa. Yeah, <laughs> it's Marissa because her father is a piece of shit. Yeah, she's obsessed with she's obsessed with. Her mom's new... pretty shitty too. She's about to I don't know, man. I think Luke. Jimmy takes the cake. Like, uh, so far, I mean, what? Okay, all we know about Julie is that she got pregnant with Marissa at 18. That's what we know about Julie. What we know about Jimmy is he sold $4 million. He tried to kiss a married woman and... Uh, no, he did kiss a married woman. Then oh, yeah, he, he did kiss a married woman. Yeah, and then he tried to get after her sister. Yeah, so... If you yeah. think of... if you Yeah, if, Jimmy. You, if you think about Jimmy in comparison to Oliver, like, the only real difference is that Jimmy is just kind of, like, bumbling around. And, like, when mm. he... Like, when Oliver... <laughs> is caught in a trap he like hits himself and he's like i'm so stupid but when it's yeah when it's, gets Jim- out of it. when it's jimmy he's like ah uh, ah uh, jeez i uh, you know i uh, i kissed i, I kissed kirsten i'm sorry i'm so sorry one right across the chops guy i earned it i earned it yeah the, the only real difference is just how they we react talked about this last time and it we, we kind of talked we, we touched on this last time about jimmy and oliver yeah. having these yeah uh, yeah, manipulative it's, uh, personalities. It's true. I, I guess Jimmy gets off the hook just because he's not. He's like diabolical in a more pathetic way, I guess. <laughs> or I don't know what you'd call it, but Oliver's clearly worse. Because. Uh, I don't know. No no one's getting a. Re- uh, no, I think the difference is no one's going to get a restraining order against Jimmy. Like, he's too pathetic. That's what I'm saying. No, I feel like Jimmy is worse because you don't see Jimmy coming. And that's how Jimmy gets $4 million. 
all no, of them. No, I, I think I think you, I think you see Jimmy coming. I mean, Jimmy's just kind of like. I mean, now you see Jimmy like coming. Like a guy all over him. He stinks. No one likes Jimmy. Like Sandy tried to get him a job at his law firm, and that guy stopped him. And he's like. What the fuck are oh, you that's doing? Right. Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, Jimmy okay. Stay away from Jimmy. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend Jimmy. I'm just saying I'd rather be like locked in a room with Jimmy. Okay. I, I don't want to. Oliver. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. go near Oliver. I'd rather, Oliver has I'd a rather very punchable face. Probably got some good coke. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so no, we were, we were talking about something. We were talking about the fact that oh, Marissa, she's. Horrible she's got issues, man. I've been father. seeing that. She's got, yeah. she's got some yeah. real problems. I, the, you know what I want to see? And start and starting with fucking Marissa, I want the whole next episode to be Ryan Ryan in his pool house with a fucking a line. A line of people. I want every character lined up. Except for Luke. I want Luke like, to be the bouncer. Yeah, Luke's the bouncer, yeah. Like like Ryan's got like a like a meet and greet table, like an autograph table, and I want everyone to come up and like kiss his fucking hand, like and just apologize to him. And and Luke's and, and Luke is just behind him like hyping him up like yeah. You bet, right, you better, dog. better fucking apologize. <laughs> oh my god, I want that so bad. In the remake, that's what we're doing in the remake. Yeah, in our in our reboot, in our OC reboot after the Oliver arc, that's the only way uh, Ryan gets retribution. Yeah, the apology train needs to roll out hard. I want maybe res- we will see that. I want his suspension revoked. I want him to have he will, he he should be deemed king of the school, king of Harbor for three yeah. weeks. I mean, he saved at a certain point. Oliver uh, was probably going to shoot up that school with that gun. You Does know? this so, become school related? Like in the other episodes, like are they going to be like, oh, well, he was crazy and he did attack Marissa with a gun, so I guess I he's not going to be I th- expelled. I is think that, it does because they're private school kids. <laughs> Even though it's off campus, it re- it reflects poorly on the rep. Uh, reputation of the Harbor School because they're a private school. Like anything, these kids do is just yeah. It's if it's uh, in bad taste, they're kicked out. But that's another reason why I was like, how is no one picking up on Oliver's bullshit? Is when he transferred to their school, he was already a senior who was repeating his senior year. And then he transferred to Harbor, and he was like, ah, I didn't have the credits, so now I'm a junior. And Ryan was like, wait, so, but you're almost going to graduate, and you're already a year behind. And he's like, yep. How would no one else, like, why wouldn't any of the other friends just be like, that makes no fucking sense. Why is this yeah, guy Yeah, but here? he said the paperwork was already in. Sure. The pa- is that a okay, lie? Fine. Or is that true? Because he was actually, like, had a restraining order against him. Yeah. At- at the other school, so yeah, I just I don't understand. Was that I don't a know. I don't know. Oliver's still fucking with our minds. I don't know. Yeah, Oliver's all up in it. He's <laughs> he's living rent free in all our heads right now. He he transcends plot holes. It doesn't matter. It's just a, any any bad writing. You're just like, well, it was Oliver. So <laughs> yeah, Oliver, man, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I'm, I will not say whether or not he comes back. What I will say is his uh, legacy lives on. Um, so, but we have plenty more to talk about in these episodes. Uh, there is something huge that happens with our boy Luke. Um, he is dropping seeds here and there, like, yo, I'm active. Luke is ready to party. In the uh, Lynx episode, Summer hops in his truck and he's like, man, 
you know, we're the only two single people here. Like, what's up? What's up? What's up, girl? What's, what's good? And she's like, ew, no. And he's like, yeah. No worries. Shook it off. Shook it off. Yep. Ain't nothing. Ain't like, nothing. Shoot my shot, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pulled up for three. Bricked hard. Bricked hard. But he got the rebound because Nathaniel, are you ready for this? Are you are you okay? I don't want to relive this moment, but go ahead. <laughs> I got some thoughts uh, about this. Luke, uh <clears throat> this was like A plus friend moment, Luke, because he was on his way to rescue Marissa. He calls Marissa on the phone. Marissa tells uh, Luke, look, if you want to help me, if you want to be a friend, just go to my mom's and pick up my clothes. Luke goes over to the Cooper estate. Julie is crying, sobbing because of another, yet another fight with her daughter. After, I mean, her daughter's overdosed. Uh, she's drinking, the shoplifting. Marissa's messy. Everybody knows it. She's confiding in Luke, who's known Marissa almost all her life. And she's happy that she at least has one friend that she can still talk to that knows Marissa as well as she does. And in that moment, in that tender embrace, Luke wraps his butterscotch arms around Julie Cooper's tan, toned body and brings her in. Nathaniel, are you are you all right? Yeah, I'm flushing. Look at Yeah, bro, you just went from <laughs> six to midnight. What's going on? Uh, yeah, and they I fucking did. kiss. They kiss. They they um, they did had they a little. No, they didn't kiss. They did, they did not kiss. No, they had a little. They had a little. Oh, no, they no, had a little yeah. almost. It was yeah. They had a little almost kiss. Sorry, in my head pan and they kissed. Yeah. At the at the very least, they didn't kiss. I was like. I think that, I was out of the room when it happened. That's okay. But so that's, I, it's enough to be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I got a few things to say about this. I mean, Here for we one, go. for one, it was like. So my gut reaction was like, I don't want this to happen. Like Luke, is like a good dude now, and I, I don't want him to. I don't like this for him. I want him to go save Marissa, and he's getting caught in this weird fucking thing with Julie Cooper, and I'm like, oh, please don't kiss, and then. She kind of shoes him away, and he and he leaves, and he's like, whatever. But at the same time, I can't really fault the boy Luke because, like, you know, he's a sad boy now. You know, he's he's lonely. Is he a sad boy? Well, he he's happy, pretty happy he's, throughout these episodes. He's happier than ever, but he just he needs someone to share the the love with. You know, he wants someone that is to true. party. He wants someone to party with, and you know, Julie Cooper is she. I felt like it was kind of in her court like she was kind of uh making there wasn't really a move so to speak but she i feel like was giving off something yeah she was rocking you know? those I mean, those velour pants I, <laughs> yeah i i feel like a she was back suit <laughs> like luke is just a little he's just like a simpleton you know he's not got a lot uh banging around in that head of his and she was saying things you know and she's and she's she's confusing old Luke. Yeah, it's confusing the poor boy, and, and, he, and he's and he's oh, sitting. I one for him, big and, words. Yeah, and he and he's like sitting there, like, like I felt like his head. He's like, oh, is it? 
Is this? And then, I, and then, okay, yeah. I guess. Down, kiss? I'm down. Yeah, usually what? when Marissa stops talking what? and she's crying, I kiss and it and she smiles. Yeah, so his, I'll do that with Julie. His and like it will it will it will yeah, be happy too. I feel like his simpleton jock like instincts were kicking in, and he felt he had to do something. So I feel like he's going to get taken advantage of, and I don't like it. So oh boy, that's that's my that's my thoughts. He he gets to. Luke was the person who took advantage, and now mm. his his new self he gets taken advantage of. Where's mm. Luke's side chick? Like, what yeah, happened he had to bitches her? Before. Yeah, um, it's not like Luke is not well well versed with the ladies. I, w- uh, <laughs> I will say that the young woman who played Holly uh, that cheated on. Uh, Luke with or cheated with Luke on Marissa. She was actually on the first season of American Idol, first or second season. So I think uh, she was like just popping in here to do like a guest spot or something. Yeah, oh. yeah, I think that was it. Uh, yeah, I'm just pulling that off the Domington. So maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. Look it up. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but either way, she's gone. And I think oh. uh, because the OC is like this sheltered, closed-minded place, once Luke's father came out, everyone assumed that uh, the gay gene passed down to Luke. Oh, and any minute, got, that's right. any minute, he's going sort of to shoot out all the gay. So they that's probably right. stay away from him. Right, yeah. right, right. But Julie yeah. Cooper knows better. <laughs> so you weren't happy with this uh, turn of events, Nathaniel? No, because knowing the OC and knowing any show like this, like they're not just gonna leave it here. Like some other bullshit's gonna have to happen. She's already on the Julie's the already on the outs. Julie's already on the outs with Caleb. Mm. So I, I'm not I'm not feeling good about it. Lacey, but, were Lacey, you here for it? Yeah. You 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 love a good May December romance, don't you, Lace? No. Talk to us about no, it. No, 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 no. Talk your I don't, shit. The same it's this, we had this conversation when it was about Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. We <laughs> with Jimmy, all know. With Jimmy and um, his, Haley. you know, baby, ba- and Haley oh, and babysitting. I, yeah, I, I, forgot, I already forgot about that. So, yeah. I, you know, I have those same feelings here with uh, Julie Cooper, who probably has known Luke since yeah. he was, like, in kindergarten or something. Because- <laughs> what uh, Seth said that Luke and Marissa have been at least going out since fifth grade. Yeah. So she's been aware of Luke since at least the fifth grade. The fifth grade. That is yeah. gross. It's and even gross. even and again back to that conversation with Jimmy and Haley. Like even if she didn't know him since fifth grade, like he's still in high school and she's like in her late thirties or something. So do you think this is the, sh- the show doing that thing where that we kind of talked about before? Mid-30s, Nathaniel. What? She would be in her mid thirties, but do oh, oh, sorry. Um, that thing, you know, where they think they're sort of like fulfilling some fantasy, some boy fantasy. Yeah. And yeah like- I think that's part of it. Like the network was pushing like, sensational storylines and you know mm-hmm. i'm sure they have to get a certain number of ratings by the way the oc was pulling in 15 million per episode back in the day just just throwing that out there uh their competition uh like not their direct competition because it wasn't on the same night but one tree hill uh they were pulling in 3.4 million by comparison just to give you guys those numbers that's kind of wild Right, considering, but 
It's DLC. not, I mean, especially since we think about like the things that are like big hits to us now, like, like, you know, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones and Sopranos. Right. Well, I guess Sopranos was out around then too, but very but dramatic, like, yeah, cable. Yeah. And that's kind of even, I mean, for yeah. it to be, you know, just network TV where that, I mean, I mean, it's a great show. Like I enjoy watching it, but I, I don't. What, The Sopranos? Forget no, about it. the OC, I like, I don't, Ooh. but watching it doesn't feel like, <laughs> it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like, you know, a, um, some phenomenon, you know, like it, to me, like watching it now, like I, I find it hard to like, to like, to get, to, to feel like I could get a friend to watch it with me. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I feel I'm like, not, I mean, obviously I'm I got you two dummies to watch it, so it's pretty easy. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't seem that surprising. I mean, like Netflix notoriously doesn't release like figures, like for any, any of their shows, but like. I feel like the OC, while it's certainly dated in a lot of res- just in terms of like references and certain things, like I feel like big Netflix shows or series or whatever. Like while we don't know how many people are technically watching the episodes, like I could see I could see the OC if it lived today being like one of those. Oh, like Netflix. Yeah, just <laughs> like, like a guilty, like a guilty pleasure teen kind sure. of thing, like similar to even non-Netflix stuff, like like stuff like Riverdale or something. You know, that's true. Or, those well, oh yeah, those Riverdale is doing numbers. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Ugh. like I feel like that's the kind of thing where even people who like actively don't like Riverdale. Who are like, yeah, it sucks, watch it. but I watch it yeah. anyways. Yeah. You know? I have not and seen I, Riverdale. And I and I have to imagine the OC <laughs> is like three seasons weren't bad. And I have to imagine the OC is like better than Riverdale. I don't know. I've never seen yeah, Riverdale. Yeah. Yes, it is. I mean so, you don't have to Yeah, I'm yeah, not too I'm is. not too surprised that it was a, a hit, but I will say that <clears throat> excuse me, that the Oliver storyline was like I'm a little surprised that a storyline like that came in season one. Like that feels like a we're oh, almost yeah. jumping the shark kind of thing. I'm like telling later you, dude, thing. they burned. They were burning a lot of material season one. Each mm. episode, it was like you could have stretched this whole thing out for like a good three or four episodes down the line. But they were like they were throwing it hard and fast maybe, in season one. I mean, maybe. Well, yeah, because the Anna and Seth. <laughs> relationship only was two episodes true <laughs> their whole true. like yeah you know and that could have been a whole thing it yeah i mean could have waited like four or five episodes before they even had an inkling of the whole like we're too similar thing mm-hmm. but they did that immediately I mean, in a certain i mean not having seen the whole series like i like i know that it's four seasons so like in some ways that makes sense like if they're just like cramming fucking arcs into like you know 20 arcs into a single season like maybe they just burn through all their material and after four seasons they're like yeah we don't need 10 seasons of stretching this shit out because like i could imagine you know in like one tree hill terms or something you know like uh ryan and marissa don't get together until like halfway through season three or something you know, like all kinds of crazy shit keeps keeping well, them apart. And like one trio terms with the love interests, it's just, I mean, the same with this show. They break them up, they put them together. They break them up, they put them together. But one trio, they have this fucked up timeline when we get to it. 
that keeps like those nine seasons are probably like 15 years. I think they're like 15 or 16 years in nine seasons. I don't know how it works. There's it jump it time jumps a couple times, but it's fucked. But yeah. Uh so the OC far superior. Well yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Anyways. Um hmm. well yeah, I don't know. What what other what big else? things haven't we talked about? I feel like we covered hmm. covered most of it. Well, let me I mean I had some notes. I mean we talked I, I don't know, is there anything else to say about Danny and that whole fucking I mean uh, that Danny that was kind of like is that like one of the things that you were thinking about when I think a couple episodes of this podcast ago where I said like oh is there like a doppelganger episode and you were like oh in no. so many words oh no I mean this was uh, this wasn't necessarily doppelganger. Not on Seth's level. no 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 <laughs> no I know but but it but it was like a direct kind of like it wasn't a doppelganger thing but it was a direct kind of like playing on the funny guy on the yeah. funny guy thing and it, that it was like the polar opposite of seth's humor but I, I did like those scenes like just some throwaway lines where danny was over at the cohen's house and then yes. like set and then seth and sandy are in the kitchen he's like boy is that guy not funny he's like yeah i know and then he's like he's like ryan he's like yeah ryan's funny and, he, and then seth's like and marissa like you know, and they're just like they start dunking on all the unfunny like characters. Yeah, he just says Gentiles, just unfunny people. Yeah, I, I yeah. appreciated that. Yeah, you get some funnier friends, cute. son. I love <laughs> that. Cute. Yes, that was yeah, I love that one. Uh, that was but funny. I didn't. It was the wildest thing, just because I don't think I don't think you should do it on television anymore. I feel like you get canceled, uh, both figuratively and metaphorically. Was first the black scent that uh danny did i don't know if either you picked up on it wait when was uh, that it, he was walking into like the student lounge when uh they were ordering like drinks and he was like you all up in my kool-aid you don't even know what the flavor is and i was like oh shit all right and then there's another part is that what he fist think- bumps is that what he fist bumps him yes yeah <laughs> and then there's another part where uh i don't think you'd get canceled for it but it was still just it took me out to see it is when it was after Seth told him to go bigger and summer was like, yeah, he's, he's too big now. And then you see him down the hall and he goes, Hey Seth. And he's just humping and riding oh, a guy yeah. into the classroom. And the guy just goes, get off me. And it, I don't know. It's the weirdest that- ad. Yeah. I mean, the whole Danny thing was like, it was like, especially like triggering to me. Cause it was just like, I, I was flashing uh, you were, back. Yeah, you used to be Danny. No, oh, I can totally see you. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, Danny no, no, no. is Danny. Oh, yeah. no, Huge I, I, all the time. Big. He yeah, doesn't I'll, stop the black scent. This is... He's like Chet Hanks. Honestly. He had a couple of, couple of brewskis in him. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, a couple of brewskis. I, he puts I, a do-rag on it. It's intense. Yeah. No, I, I was going to say that it just like... It, I was just having like flashbacks to like early 2000s like that kind of humor like the dane cook kind of thing mm, you know just yeah. like the i mean kids still do it today but just the whole like loud equals funny kind of like they the i mean they, yeah the, the, the Austin yeah, powers the, the <laughs> stiffler of it all yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean they even took a shot at sean william scott but uh, <laughs> yeah. um yeah and like jamie kennedy too oh yeah like that's that kind true. of thing jamie kennedy 
Like that, I was just like remembering all of that so vividly. Yeah, all get X. Do you remember his reality yeah. show? Yeah. Oh, I God. used to. I think I fucking owned a season of that on DVD. If you can believe it. What? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, he was with Jennifer Love Hewitt for years. <laughs> yeah. I. I, I would. Maybe I'm being mean, and maybe he's got a great thing going now. But like, I feel like I'd be horribly depressed if I had a glimpse into where Jamie Kennedy is at now in his life. Like, he I recently saw a uh, like a you know those sites where it's like shittymoviepost.com or something, and it's just the most poorly photoshopped movie posters. And it's there was one recently of Jamie Kennedy, and I don't even know. It was him in a bar, and it was just everyone was poorly pasted together, and it was the worst set of people that you could imagine in a movie. Yeah, I, I think like the last. I, I think the last thing I ever saw of Jamie Kennedy was like it was probably like a couple years ago, and he was hosting some like New Year's fucking thing, but it was some like off, off, off brand New Year's show, and it was just like he was like he looked puffy. You know, yeah, like he just looked puffy and looked like he was on like drunk and just totally out of his Whoa. mind. All right, well, Jamie might listen, so let's not. He he didn't he didn't look like he was uh, in a good place, ha- having a good time. <laughs> oh boy! Well, who is on New Year's? We saw Ryan in the countdown. He probably, I mean, his girlfriend probably said, "I love you," and he might have said, "Thank you." I mean, you never know. Anderson Cooper is out there getting drunk every New Year's now. So what? Yeah, you know, the countdown with Anderson Cooper and his other friend. I, Lacey, I got to sleep by Anderson nine Cooper on New Year's. Anderson Cooper gets super drunk and it's funny to watch. And I, no? Oh, okay. You're a mom. I'm out. I'm I'm wasted on New Year's. I'm coked out of my mind. I'm kidding. I don't... Oh, man. No, I don't yeah, think we have anything... Yeah, the time you brought up coke in this... I want some cocaine, talk? Lacey. Do you need to talk to somebody, man? I want to talk to someone who's got some goddamn coke. What's up? Who do you know? Uh, no. Uh, I was going to ask man. if the OC... What? Your mom? What's I'm up? <laughs> uh, I was going to ask if the OC coined the term aspirational. Because at one point, Julie says, like, I'm not selling... Uh, a living space like what i'm selling is aspirational and kirsten was like is that even a word and i think i mean back in 2004 no one was saying that but now it's Wait, bandied about like yeah crazy. i i forgot about that line but now that you bring it up like i think yeah after i saw that i was like isn't aspirational a word like yeah but it what no one said it back then that's what i'm saying like it didn't come who says it now i don't know I'm uh, not hip with like it. instagram weirdos oh. like uh what are they called? Influencers. Yes, influencers. They uh, mm. they sell their lifestyle. It's aspirational, oh. like people who live in a van and oh. uh, go to Joshua Tree every day. Yeah, I mean, it's aspirational. Aspirational is in the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah, but like, as of what year? It, and when was it Webster. What? When was Did it submitted? They have a fucking year on there. I, I yes! don't know. <laughs> it's like when Doe got submitted in like two thousand three. Doe from The Simpsons. I don't uh, think. When did Doe get ah, Okay, it says on Merriam Webster, it says first known use of aspirational. Anyone want to take a guess? Uh, can you give us a ballpark? How many years of a ballpark? Like, what do you mean a ballpark? Like an era. Like, are we close in era? Like in the OC era? Just. just All right, gotta, fine. 2003. 
2003. Okay, Lacey? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Two, two, 2000. <laughs> All right. Let's see who was closer. 1866. Oh, what? I uh, Lacey, fuck off. Yeah, so... <laughs> 1866? Is, yeah, so aspirational, uh, Kirsten was just wrong there. It's been around. Aspirational has oh. been around. All right. Well, yeah. damn. Points to Julie for like having a deep-ass thesaurus pull. Uh, yeah, no, that's all I really had on my notes, I think. Uh, Luke being Ryan's only ally is amazing. Oh, Dr. Kim is stupid because she had some... Uh, misdirect conversation with Marissa yeah, and she brought her up. into the office. She was like, I have to talk to you about a transfer student. And Marissa was like, oh, I already know all about Oliver. Yeah. And she was like, oh no, I'm talking about Ryan. And Ryan's not a fucking transfer student. Something that should be private. That too. Yeah. Dr. Kim is stupid. Yeah. Someone that- asked, didn't someone ask if Ryan punched Dr. Kim in the face? During that one of the, what I do you do Seth now? Pu- pu- punch Dr. Kim in the face? Yeah. Yeah. I think Seth asked, of course. Um, yeah, no, I think we're good on these episodes. Jimmy is trash. Uh, Caleb broke up with Julie. Um, Seth got dumped by Anna. I did enjoy that when, uh, the little Seth and Ryan, they finally get their makeup and Seth vows to always have Ryan's back again. Did you enjoy their makeup? Uh, or did you think it was uh, too little too late? I feel like it never should have even gotten to that place. I feel like Seth let it. Get out of hand. True. But I, I mean, very good at building apologies. their relationship. I just say, Seth is very good at apologies, right? Mm. Like he's, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that he had that little book out. You know, he was, oh, God. He does apologize well. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're getting into predictions, I, I feel like. Well, I was going to give you the titles before I give yeah, you the yeah, predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, do that. Should I do that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next three titles, we have The Heartbreak. The telenovela and the goodbye girl. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the heartbreak. I mean, it could be like we we don't know what the aftermath of Marissa and Ryan thing is going to be. Um, maybe this was a wound too deep for them to get over at least easily um there was heartbreak in terms of that we've already technically seen in terms of anna breaking up with uh seth but it feels like seth wasn't too broken up about it so i don't know that a whole episode is going to be named the heartbreak after that breakup so i don't really know what to say there but my my one prediction that i was going to say was just that I feel like now that Anna is kind of out of the picture, so to speak, like I feel like it's not going to be as easy as Seth just walking up to Summer and being like, "Hey, cool, I'm I'm good now," hmm. and she's like, "Yeah, me too." Like, there's got to be some other obstacle mm-hmm. to to them being together. So I don't I don't know if Seth's going to like go after Anna if he's going to take some time to reflect, like. Um, in terms of the telenovela, I have no fucking idea. Like, that's one of those like curveball things that um, there's a telenovela, I guess, and the Coens are involved somehow. Uh, I don't, I don't know. One might describe this type of show as a telenovela. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, always say, I, I think that. Well, I think that with Julie Cooper, I feel like she was just so soap opera. Mm. So. Mm. Um, and what was the last one? Goodbye, girl. Um, the heartbreak. Or no, wait. No. Uh, the goodbye girl. Yeah, the goodbye girl. What was the last one? Uh, um, goodbye, girl. I don't know. Marissa, Marissa, things don't go well with Marissa and Ryan. And she's like, I got to leave the OC and she runs away. Okay. Mm. I have good guesses this time. I have good guesses. All right. Cough syrup is flowing through Lacey. Let's hear it. (laughs) Okay. So the heartbreak is Marissa and Ryan are going to break up again, again, again. Mm. And, um, telenovela, um, is Ryan's ex-girlfriend coming to town, maybe? What was mm. her name again? Teresa. Oh, Teresa. I should know that because that's my mom's name. Teresa comes into town and things get pretty dramatic. Um, and then also maybe some drama with like Jimmy and Sandy at the lighthouse. Mm. Oh, yeah. They did buy a restaurant. They bought a restaurant. They should have a movie. We bought a restaurant. <laughs> God. And then the goodbye girl is then <laughs> Teresa like leaves town or whatever leaves the picture. Oh, so you think it's going to be like so? It's that quick. Teresa comes back and she's gone. Yeah, and then she's that gone. quickly. Damn. Yeah, yeah right. she leaves. She's like, I can't get between you and Marissa. Your love is too it's strong. Too hot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, those are your predictions. All right, we will see how that plays out. Um, God, we'll see what happens with this whole Julian Luke thing. Uh, you know what? I think they'll just be friends. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah, Julie and Luke will just be friends. We're going to throw Julie and Luke there and, and tell them novella. I'm going to throw them in there, too. Oh, as as there's going to be some shit going on with them in the telenovela? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Lacey with the hot predictions. Nathaniel, um, any curveballs you want to throw out there? Any, like, anything for uh, the heartbreak? Uh the telenovela and the goodbye girl, any last minute, crazy wild predictions that eh, you never know, you know? Damn. Uh, Do you think you're good? I don't know. I think I might be good. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure some wild shit's going to go down some curveballs that I can't anticipate. I feel like the show is going to do everything it can to get Luke and Julie to finally lock lips so, at the very least, the show's going to get them in a room again for some awkward... Fair enough. ...whatever I guess things to be going on. For you two, as far as we've seen so far, like, not your predictions, but where do you want to see the story go? We're, like, at technically a little bit beyond the halfway point of the season. We're getting into the last like stretch of episodes. Mm-hmm. So, we're wrapping things up. How do you want to see things... Like, you know, progress. I want to see um, Ryan out of the Marissa drama and really start getting involved in the Cohen family. And, mm. you know, and like start being a part, like, you know, having open conversations with Sandy without Sandy having to like press him to talk to him and. And, and really developing his relationship with Kirsten and, and Sandy. Mm. They're good resources for him to have. They're both very successful yeah. and 
um, you know. I just I don't, don't know. think he's used to having that. So he yeah. resists. Yeah, you know? and I wanted to see him, you know, like stop thinking about girls and start thinking about his future. <laughs> okay. All right. Nathaniel, um, how about you? How, do you? how would you like to see uh, the rest of the story progress? Not necessarily with Ryan or uh, Seth, but I mean, any character that you like. Just for this season. Yeah, sure. Kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like I gotta say a few words just about like the main characters and stuff. Like in terms of the whole Seth thing, I feel like at this point it's like, uh, I am like sick. Uh, you know, the same with Sandy too. You know, I'm sick of this love triangle thing. It's clearly not going to work with him and Anna. Like, I I want to see the toxicity i I don't want to see anna get hurt anymore with this whole thing um i want i feel like seth and summer are going to be more of a happy couple so i um at least that's what the show's leading me to believe so i i feel like i want to see that at this point just to end the the suffering for anna um (laughs) have her be happy with like luke or something uh oh there's an idea um in terms of ryan and marissa ah, it's tough it's really tough like i would love for a world where ryan marissa (laughs) seth and summer can like be a little quadruple little gang and like do fun things together and be like best friend couples but (laughs) the ryan and marissa thing is so fucking toxic i I can't even like stand near it without getting like radiation poisoning so i I don't know i don't know that i want them to be together i don't know like yeah i could be in that boat too i I, i'm okay so here we are we are uh uh what is it gonna be episode 19 is our next episode and we don't know if we want the show's main couple to be together. That's interesting. I mean, it, there, there, there hasn't been yeah. that many moments of like bliss between them where it's like, Hey, right. no, you're, I, yeah, I'm not, yeah, no, I you know like how I feel one way or the other about this. I'm just, I'm just, you know, talking to the room that this is an important conversation to have is that this is our a couple. This is the crux of the entire show. And right now in this podcast, at least two of the three hosts are not on board with this main couple. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, the show hasn't given me, and I think, you know, I speak for Lacey too, like, I don't think it's given us much of a reason to believe that they are a good couple in practice or Mm. in theory even. Like, it's just uh, one toxic uh, kerfuffle after the other so I, I don't know what I want to see with it like there, there needs to be some major healing and some like legit conversations that happen I would love to see that if that can't happen then I would love for the pain to end and for both of them mm. to to move on um, other than that I feel like the show can't back out of this restaurant thing I don't know what the fuck I want to see happen with that like <laughs> I don't know. I, I, f- I fear that we're just on this ride with the restaurant. Um, hmm. uh, okay. Kirsten. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's going to be like one last big thing with like Caleb 
and Kirsten and that whole thing. I feel like that's been Kirsten's big thing for a while in the show now. Right. Especially with them bringing Haley in and all that stuff. So I I don't know. Hopes and predictions. I just hope that um, all the characters can start to uh, get out of these toxic relationships that they're all in. <laughs> Maybe the OC itself is that. I mean, it's... Everyone talks about this little bubble that they're in. Maybe that place is the toxicity. Who's to say? We'll see. We're only watching the show for another four seasons or so. Uh, but thank you all for being with us again, for uh, joining us for another edition of Wasteland High. As I said before, uh, the next episodes that we will be covering are uh, The Heartbreak, The Telenovela, and The Goodbye Girl. So join us then on Wasteland High. Thank you very much, guys. Later. Bye. Bye.